Hey, hi everyone. Um, I think uh, Web3 don't have uh, good afternoon, good night. So we have GM, so GM everyone. And thank you for coming here. Um, I believe a lot of uh, tech folks have just talked about a lot deeper into the tech part. But there are few aspects of the uh, Web3 infrastructure adoption, which uh, has been always been untouched. And that is what we at Spiron are trying to solve that. Uh, we are trying to build, uh, if, you, if you see the topic, I, I don't know like, how many times you might have seen this topic in, in, in different conferences. Um, but this topic is going to be very trendy in the, by the next year. Like where we will be more talking about, because the tech which we are building today, these all techs require a high adoption to even survive in the market. And um, to drive that adoption, you have to make sure like we build a tool, we have to make a developer experience great, we have to make user experience great. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. Um, hi, uh, my name is Prashant Maria. I have been working into the Web3 space for the past four years. Uh, I spent my entire time here. Uh, to understand the developer experience tool and how we can basically optimize the UX process. So whatever, whatever I'm going to speak, I have every data sets available with me. So if you want to know those uh, data sets, I'll be more than happy to share that with you guys as well. But as I speak, I'll also speak about certain numbers and metrics. Uh, if you are building a developer tool experience, you can utilize those uh, experience of Spheron and, and basically uh, grow your ecosystem as well. Coming to, uh, I believe, I, I love this uh, concept of um, like, state of current state of the Web3 uh, infra. Um, so if you look at Web3 infra, we have uh, Fluence has a very great talk speaking about like what Fluence is doing around the serverless uh, ecosystem. We have Akash team here who is, who is working more around um, uh, Web3 compute, native uh, EC2 instances, and even uh, you can do a lot around that, them as well. And then on the storage side, we have Filecoin, IPFS, RV, and, and tons of other people who are building into the space. now. The problem with every one of them and today, if let's say if Akash tries to solve one problem of make people to educate, they can only spend money to educate about their platform. Uh, and if, if you go to Fluence, it happens with the same. If you go to RBV, it happens with the same. What we are trying to do is like we are trying to create a, a common education uh, framework for everyone who is onboarding on the the infrastructure. And that is what I call about the learning curve part. Uh, grant dispersal model is something which is very unique. Um, all of us sitting here, if, if we have used AWS sometime, and I believe uh, uh, um, Tom was also speaking about AWS, AWS got so much of attraction also is because the moment you log into AWS, you get $10,000 credit or $1,000 credits out of the box. And then you use that credit to basically spin up or, or run your own business. But that concept is still not available in the Web3 infrastructure. Now, the, the, the problem statement which I'm talking here, it's, it's, it's very big. Just imagine if you are giving out token to the people who has to spend that same token into the ecosystem, they're taking that out and dumping into the open market, taking out the money out, and then they're spending on their lifestyles. That is not how we are going to survive the entire um, like market, because if, if it is going to keep on happening, just imagine $10,000 given to 100,000 people, your, your protocol will be dead. So um, you, can, you can calculate that calculation. But that is what we, I'll, I'll show you like how exactly at Spheron and what are the things which, are, which we are trying to solve via that. And then fragmented ecosystem. So let's say if I am a, I'm a business owner, right? I, who is going to use us? Are the people who are the businesses? And the, all the business are look forward to have one system where they just go and solve their problem statement. If, we, if they come to us today, we tell them, hey, you know what, for storage you go here, for compute you go there, for this you go there, and, and you just end up in like losing them. Um, and that is one of the biggest challenges today. And then on top of that, you can't even automate anything out of it because everything is so fragmented. 
If you try to automate that, the problem with the automation uh, thing will be is you'll end up in not automating anything because every system works in different way. There is no certain standard which has been set and that is what creates another set of a problem. Support and education as I talk, talked about, um, this is, is, is again because of the fragmentation, the education, the support and everything around the Web3 infra is very much spread out. Every community is, is teaching everyone in, in a different way. So we, uh, this is something which we also should speak about. Wallet and tokens. Um, tokens are great for Web3. All of us here are like either, if you're an investor, we might be betting on the tokens to speculate the prices and like dump into the open market and, and get a profit out of it. Or early liquidity or, or do whatever. So it's, it's up to you like how exactly you want to take a look into. But Web3 infra should be more neutral. When I say more neutral, it basically means like, it doesn't matter if you are on Arbitrum, it doesn't matter if you are on Optimism, it doesn't matter if you are on any other place, you should be able to use infrastructure with no uh, uh, string attached. You can go and use Arbeave, you can go use Filecoin, doesn't matter. But the thing is, we should be able to uh, not bring token at the first stage. The token should be at the later stage and that kind of creates another bottleneck for adoption as well. I'll talk about that and also I'll show you some numbers around Sphere on how we kind of tackle that and how the number kind of grown over the time as we kind of improved around the Spheron ecosystem itself. Coming to um, what we are trying to build at Spheron, there is two pillars of Spheron which we are kind of building. One is the developer-centric pillar, which basically focuses on how we can build the experience for developers to onboard Web3 infrastructure. Um, and today I'm very proud, if you go to Spheron today, you don't even need a Web3 wallet to basically log into Spheron. You don't need Web3 wallet to use Akash, Arweave, or Filecoin, or anyone we support. You first go and experience them, their speed, their performance, their, their support and everything, and then you go to the second option, which is like wallet, and then you start paying around that. And that is what we have kind of done for the developers and the companies, and they are loving it. I'll, I'll show that as well. Coming to protocols, um, imagine every protocol has to build this Ferron on their own. They will end up in paying, building, like we spent more than two years into this space, learning, understanding, uh, UX, uh, we, we, we talked, a lot of developers. We have a lot of emails, a lot of feedbacks, a lot of surveys which we have done. We have all of those numbers. Just imagine if you have to do as a protocol alone. You'll end up in spending millions of dollars in doing that rather than focusing on adoption. And while you do that, we'll be more ahead of you for sure. So for protocols, we wanted to make sure like we are also more composable. So they don't just have to like use Spheron. They come to Spheron and say, hey, you know what? We want your dispersal model. Can't you, can you guys extend that to us? And we can basically uh, give it as a composable item and they can start using it into their own protocol. Uh, I'll also give the example of Akash Network. I believe Akash team is also here, um, Greg and, and the, uh, the team. Uh, what we have done with them, with them was is like, we asked Boz, like, uh, he's not here, uh, to give us the uh, token, equity token, and we wanted to disperse that equity token to some of the hackathon members to go and uh, launch uh, Akash Compute. And you know what, what happened with that is like they literally went and spinned up multiple compute instances via Spheron within a few clicks. They did not even have to worry about AKD token. They did not have to worry about anything. Like they did, did, like why as a developer you should even worry about all of these things. You should be worried about your business should run, your API should, should work, uh, your, your web applications live, how fast you can go to the market. That is what is going to matter to any consumers outside. And uh, nothing, no, no else complications out there. So that is what for the protocols, if, if any protocol uh, is looking to extend that. We'll be more than happy to support, give them this support. Um, coming to the spherons, how we are kind of leveling up the experience. Like, what are the things which you get out of the box from the spheron? Um, I, I think you might have heard the concept of aggregating uh, liquidity. 
like money from different DEXs. Now there is a swap, cross-chain swap, and all of those things already came. But aggregating the infra, I think, two or more than even before that, we started coining that term. I don't know like who was the original coiner. But since we have started speaking about that, we, we call it ourselves. But this was a term which was not known earlier. So aggregating the Web3 infrastructure is going to play a very vital role because as a business, you don't go to different places, as I said. You have to go to one place and you aggregate at one place and, and people should be able to uh, access that. Coming to uh, the other part is like the no wallet and token to start. It's true. You go to Spheron, log in. You don't need a wallet to basically make things work. You get everything out of the box. No code, dev tool, and automation, it is already built in. So you just go to Spheron, connect your repository, and it, it just happens. It's a, it's a brace for everyone. So even not only for, we are currently working to include compute as well. And once that happens, just imagine you, it's like Terraform kind of functionality. You just go and say, hey, you know what? Deploy my 10 compute to different 10 uh, providers out there, and it will happen. Uh, and that is what the no code tool and automation kinds of comes into the picture. Built-in grant dispersal model, I have already give, given the example of Akash, how we have done that with them. Uh, and as we are moving forward, we are kind of carving that out as a simple functionality as well for the people to start using it into their protocols. Education and support. Um, how, I'll, I'll just go and type on Google today, Dapathon, D-A-P-P-A-T-H-O-N, and you'll be able to find there's a hackathon which is happening in India. Not in India, it's a hybrid one. We have got more than 2,400 participants in that so far. Within, within the last one month. Uh, the reason I'm mentioning that number is because in that Dapathon, we are educating people about what is Web3 infrastructure, how exactly you can use that, how you, how you use multiple part of it. And then the next part is the payment. And again, this part is something which interests me a lot. The reason being because if you are a company building something, um, you need a right payment infrastructure to basically make sure like you are paying for that services, whatever you are using. Uh, and this is where you get out of the box from this on. And as I speak, I just don't speak because I, I just came over here and just wanted to speak out, like some fake numbers. We have talked to our users, and this is what our users have said so far with this, about this Sphere experience. Um, if you want, I'll share this uh, slide, and you can always take a look. And this is how its entire Sphere architecture and, and ecosystem is kind of looks like. Uh, on the top, you have payment infrastructure. On the center, we have Sphere which is aggregation layer. And on the down, it doesn't matter. It's where if you promote Spheron, you are promoting all of the infrastructure which is down there, which basically means like we all have to work toward to making sure like Spheron also becoming more and more uh, integrated into the various ecosystems. Coming to uh, some high level achievements and numbers, this is what our growth kinds of looks like. Uh, we have been able to achieve uh, 4,000 plus 5, 4,500 plus developers so far, having more than 40 plus partnership with different companies and we are working closely with them. Now we are enabling the enterprise uh, as well to see like how we can help them out as well. Soon, next time, if I stand here, the data should be like much more higher than that. Uh, in the next six to eight months, we are looking for to onboard around 50,000 developers plus, and including both Web2 and Web3, because Web3 don't have a developers like that much. So um, just to be very clear. Um, yeah, so that is it. Uh, I believe I'm on time. I, I try to like uh, keep my time uh, intact. So if you want to reach out, Prashant at the Red Spheron Network, uh, you can also find every detail of it on Network website as well. Uh, we'll be more than happy to take the conversation forward. Thank you so much. Thank you.